following is a live copyrighted presentation. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time now for RadioLawTalk.com with your host, Frederick Penny, attorney at law. And now, RadioLawTalk.com. Radio Law Talk and RadioLawTalk.com. That's me. Eating my bagel by myself. <laughs> hanging out with Cal. Yep. Doesn't get any better than that, does it? No better than Cal and I. We. <laughs> it tells us we could do without them, Cal. No. You know what, Cal? We're going to save a lot of money by not having them here. Think of that. Think of the amount of money we're going to save by not paying them. You sound just like Elon Musk. <laughs> <laughs> We pay them a whole. We pay them so much money. Oh, it's unbelievable! It's gonna save us. All that, the a lot of those zeros, but that's gonna be a lot of zeros. We're gonna save. I just think when the uh, when the fourth quarter budget comes out. Yes. Oh, they, oh, oh. I don't have to pay them, and We're you in. don't either. We're in. Yeah. We're in. <laughs> We're hour number three. Radio Law Talk. It's the Lone Ranger, Fred Penny, by myself for the first time in a year and a half. It is going great. Cal and I are having a good time. Yes. We're talking about a lot of fun things. We're This third hour, we're going to talk about, a, uh, first of all, the most important thing we're going to do is we're going to do a case or no case, see if I can win some points, but uh, we're going to finish up with this defamation lawsuit, but I want to talk about the duck boats thing. So really quick, before we do case or no case, sure, Cal, sure. let me, oh, by the way, 855-LAW-RADIO, call in. Don't even call. I don't care. Don't call me. I don't want to talk to you. Or tweet us at Oh, Radio using Law negative talk. psychology. Yeah, that's uh, good. That's yeah. the reverse psychology. Yeah, yeah. Like it. Like uh, it. Or tweet us at Radio Law Talk. So just finally, this Daryl Singletary, I just want to finish up the final point that I was talking about, hour number two. Oh, we're talking about the single singer, Daryl Singletary. Singletary. And I so, got confused because I thought Daryl Strawberry, the outfielder, Mike Singletary, the linebacker, no. and I immediately made a hybrid sports personality There you out go. Of there you go. <laughs> so basically, this guy, Huddock claims he's going to do this for the family and sell this these songs and anything, any downloads he gets from the uh, uh, digital downloads he's going to give to the family. But the interesting thing is he's still to this, at least to my knowledge, as of, uh, let's see, as of the date of, uh, uh, let's see, I don't remember when this date was. But anyway, recently, there's been nothing set up yet. And that's the family's like, uh, okay, uh, where's this supposed... Uh, a uh, little fun set up for the family. Well, but did he set up a date from this date to that date? No, that's, I mean, it still hasn't been set up, uh, at least as as of a, a few weeks ago. But it, it may have recently. But he's told, basically, the Fox News, who, who posted the story online, calling the new single a scam, which, which insinuates he's a scammer, Greg Huddock. He sued them for $25 million. So that's all i got to say wait, about wait, that. Wait, 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 wait. Is he going to give any of that money to the family? I think he should. Good That's idea. What I say. Yeah, good one, Cal. <laughs> I didn't think about that, Cal. Yeah, who cares about the stupid downloads? Twenty-five yeah. million. Come on, that's some. Win the case against Fox yeah. and then give it to the family. That's some cheese. All right, right. Yeah. family, do that. Let's do that. Let's let's see if that happens, Cal. Yeah, he yeah. He said it's defamed him, so don't. They haven't won the case, and obviously Fox has not uh, discussed anything at this point. So we're going to follow that. But an interesting jury award of a hundred and twenty. $3 million in Washington where the duck boat crash happened on that bridge and it killed five oh, This individuals. is at the Seattle duck boat, this yes. This is the uh-huh. Seattle one, not the one that's going on in, in Branson, Branson, Missouri. Oh, wow. That's another one. And they basically found 70% fault of the manufacturer and 30% fault of the actual you know, pers- the, the operator. The, the duck boat operator. Wow. And it's interesting how uh, y- you look at the, the facts. Apparently they did... Um, they did have some prior problems with the uh, shaft or the uh, uh, a, a part of the lower portion of the duck boat that may cause some some problems. And they said that they notified everybody about it, told everybody about it, and uh, others other operators fixed it, but this operator didn't fix so it. So he's saying the manufacturer or not? Because remember, right. there's a company that buys the old yes. amphibious yep. duck boats from World War II. Yep refurbishes them, sells them primarily to this one operator, mm-hmm. and then they told that one operator, hey, we're having a problem with this lower drive shaft or whatever yep. it is. Here's how you fix it, and that company didn't fix That's it. That's called the, oh. duck, the Ducks International. Yeah. 
And then the op- right operator is the Ducks of Seattle. So they're 30 to 33% at fault, and 67 to 70% were Ducks International to uh, get this jury award of $123 million. And by the way, that wasn't everyone. Uh, earlier, they already settled out of court for $8.25 million for uh, some other individuals that were injured and one that was killed. So this is just for some of the other ones. But isn't $145 million just a guarantee? Or whatever it is. Isn't that a guaranteed bankruptcy? Well, yeah, I don't know. They have insurance. The insurance does have coverage. They have insurance coverage, but I don't know the insurance has a $123,000 in insurance. So, $123 uh, million. Yeah. $123 million. Oh, yeah. my gosh. $123 million in coverage. So I, I don't know the facts behind that, but uh, that's a big award, $123 million. That's not even including Branson, Missouri. Uh, when that one starts coming forth, uh, those lawsuits are going to start rolling in. And speaking of that, the state of California is actually considering trying to buy fire insurance for the whole state. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking... No, they can't. Oregon does it. But or but Oregon yeah. actually made about $60 billion in the deal because they had $60 right. billion more damages than premiums. But don't you think insurance companies are going to look at that and say, hey, yes. we just lost $60 billion up in Oregon. Let's yes. sell to California. Oh, sure, they'll sell, Cal. <laughs> but it's going to be, they'll say, well, okay, the, we're only covering certain things. And by the way, the, the bill is $400 million. And, 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 and insurance companies take calculated risks. They are smart. They take risks, but it's a calculated risk. Right. So, so believe me, it's not going to be cheap. Oh, the premiums. And, yeah. and there's going to be cal. There's going to be exceptions. They're not going to allow anything, you know. And and don't forget what happens. Insurance companies. They'll say PG&E was at fault. I'm not saying they are at fault, but let's let's say, for example, the insurance company had to pay out X amount of dollars to uh, the state of California to cover it, they're going to go sue PG&E, too, and so, try to get so the money So they'll go back. after who's ever at fault. And exactly ultimately, right. there's a bankruptcy until you can find a deep pocket. Right. And so what I'm bill. saying right. is the insurance companies do try to go get their money back that they pay on these claims one way or the other. Understood. So, okay. So right. anyway, that's that's the long and the short of it. Kale, I, I'm more interested right now in making some points. Will you please help me make some points? Figure a way to throw me a softball. Hmm. I don't know Roll if that's going to work, Fred. I don't Roll know. Now it's time to play case or no case. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. This could be a hard one. Oh, no. Case or no case. And I'm going to take you now to the capital of Montana, Helena, Montana. In fact, the place where my favorite basket store is. Really? Uh, Hel- basket? Helena Basket. In fact, the, some people say the world has gone to Helena Basket. Oh. But that's a whole separate well, story. Well, that's, that's a shout out. Yeah, to, yeah. Yeah, but anyway, okay, <laughs> Helena Basket. I'm teasing Helena Basket. The capital of the big sky okay. country state. Instead of golf, people there apparently play falf or frisbee golf. Yes. Helena is said to have the largest number of falf courses in the state. And in fact, it is said that falf was invented in Helena, Montana. I thought fly fishing was. Well, that too. Okay. Frederick Beasley of Burlingame, California, was visiting relatives in Helena, and Beasley is quite the falfer. He brought his three falf frisbees and tried to get a tea time at the local falf course. Okay. They were all booked up. So later that night, he grabbed his discs and went to the park in the business district there to practice his game by tossing his frisbees at various objects, trees, trash cans, you know, stuff like that. Well... As he did so, an officer of the law pulled up, spoke to Mr. Beasley, issued him a summons to appear in court for playing falf outside an approved falf course. Beasley was outraged, decided to fight it, and so I ask you, Mr. Penny, case or no case? Just throwing a frisbee in a park, that's really what this gets down to. I'm going to say that's a case. Mm -hmm. Okay. I'm going to say he's found uh, liable. He goes to court, and because there's an ordinance that says you're not allowed to throw a Frisbee. Well, let me think. You know, throwing a Frisbee in, in, in I, I think, okay. Sorry well, about the volume. I, I'm going to say, we're, yes, it's a case, and yes, throwing a Frisbee. There's an ordinance that says you can't throw a Frisbee in the park. You have to go to one of the designated Frisbee golf facilities. Cal will tell me I got two points when we come back. <laughs> the answer to case or no case coming right up. The fake false or is it real after this? All advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to radiolawtalk.com. 
Jason Ross back here with Fred Penny, managing attorney from Penny and Associates Injury Lawyers. Now, Fred, what type of cases are you dealing with now, and what sets you apart? Jason, we help people with all types of personal injury cases. We're former insurance company trial lawyers. We understand the other side, which gives us a distinct advantage over our competition. Remember, we don't get paid unless we win. That's Penny and Associates Injury Lawyers with locations throughout California. For a free consultation, go to pennylawyers.com or give them a call 1-800-616-4LAW. That's P-E-N-N-E-Y lawyers.com. This is Denise Dirks. We can represent clients in divorce, legal separation, child and spousal support, custody, termination of parental rights, step-parent adoptions, guardianships, and even conservatorship matters. Call 1-877-886-7186 for a consultation. The law offices of Denise L. Dirks provide family law services in Northern California. When the law affects your family, call 877-886-7186. The family of attorneys at Denise L. Dirks is here to help. Hi, I'm Frederick Penny of Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers. I bet you're tired of hearing lawyer commercials. So just relax and listen to music for a few seconds. When you or a family member has been injured, call 800-616-4LAW or see us at pennyandassociates.com. See, that wasn't so bad. I am Cameron Levitt, Chief Operating Officer of Concussion Medical Clinic. California's first concussion medical clinic is now open. As concussions increase each year, there has never been a greater need for concussion specialists. Our physicians at Concussion Medical Clinic are board certified in pediatric neurology and sports medicine and have partnered with universities, hospitals, and rehab clinics to expedite the recovery process. Simply put, we are elevating the standard of care. When you need an expert concussion opinion or concussion care, visit concussionmedicalclinic.com. Age-related macular degeneration is a leading cause of blindness in people over 55, but with treatment it can be slowed down, stopped, and in some cases reversed. Make sure you see your grandchildren grow. Protect your vision by requesting information about diagnosing and treating AMD. Call the Foundation Fighting Blindness today at 1-800-BLINDNESS for a free packet on reversing or managing AMD, or go to the website fightblindness.org, where I found so much helpful information. Or again, call 1-800-BLINDNESS today. Jake was in big trouble with the IRS. He owed how much? $92,000. Ouch. And the IRS left no room for Jake to breathe. They put a lien on my house, took all the money out of my bank account, took money out of my paychecks. So it was a nightmare. He needed help fast. I figured that all these companies were the same until I called federal tax management. You could just tell they knew what they were talking about. Right then and there, I felt like I had some hope. Stop the liens, levies, and garnishments fast and qualify for one of several special IRS programs that could reduce or even eliminate your tax debt. So, how'd it go for Jake? They did what they said they would do. They came through for me. I ended up saving an unbelievable amount. I was so jazzed. (laughs) I was extremely happy. If you owe more than $10,000 in back taxes... Take Jake's advice. Give federal tax management a phone call. If they help me, they can help anybody. Call the federal tax management hotline now. 800-503-8625. 800-503-8625. 800-503-8625. Bacon lovers, we ship free. Try our amazing bacon. No refrigeration required. Proprietary value-added packaging provides 10-year shelf life and protects the leanest, thickest, center-cut, fully-cooked bacon in America today. Ready to eat right from the pouch or warm and serve. Savory and delicious. Wholesale price for your everyday use. Order today at readytoeatbacon.com. Readytoeatbacon.com. You're listening to RadioLawTalk.com. And now, back to your host, Frederick Penny. Okay, Cal, give me my two points. Please! <laughs> you really think you got two points out of Wait a minute. Please! Yeah. I'm, I'm going to drag it out and see if it helps. Please! Yeah. So you think you got two points. Let's I just, think I got two points. Let me just tell folks what the case was again. There was a gentleman, allegedly from Burlingame, California, who went to Helena, Montana, named Frederick Beasley. Mr. Beasley was visiting relatives. He liked to play frisbee, golf, or fulf. He tried to get a tea time. All of the places were booked, but he said, well, this is where fulf was invented. I've got to go play fulf. So he goes to a park in the business district, pardon me, downtown, starts throwing the frisbee around, and a cop pulls him over 
and writes him a ticket to appear in court. He decides to fight it. And the answer is case or no case. And, Fred, you said it was a case. Oh, you know what, but, but pal? Wait, but wait, wait a minute. But wait. But okay, wait. Okay, but you, wait. You get one point out of this. Why? Because you said there must be a law in Helena against playing Falf in anywhere but a designated Falf course. I said that. And there is. Okay, that's a point. It is actually against the law. The code section says, this is, this is interesting. The code section says, interesting to me. No person shall play or engage in the game of Falf or throw a golf disc at nighttime in any area within the business improvement district that has not right. been sanctioned as a designated Falf that's course. Right. You know right. what the misdemeanor costs you? What? 500 bucks or six months in jail. Falf is very serious. Apparently it's so. very serious, Cal. Well, give me that point now. I did. I'm happy. Now you have At least the, I got something. And, yeah. I, and guess what? Ignore the texts or phone calls from my uh, co-conspirators that are not here today. All right? Well, it's too late. They've already gotten uh, oh, no points. Good. No points. <laughs> no well, thanks, point. Cal. I get the one point. And that concludes oh. case or no case. Congratulations, Fred. You got a point. All righty. All righty. Hey. Uh, Kevin Sp- we've been talking about this Kevin Spacey thing for quite some time. Now, if you guys remember, Kevin Spacey was criminally charged in, in Massachusetts uh, for indecent assault and battery. Uh, to uh, Apparently, it's a former news anchor woman's son that was 18 years old, was in a bar, and apparently Kevin Spacey made some moves and allegedly touched him inappropriately, according to the kid or the 18-year-old young man. Uh, and uh, and he's bringing that, he's bringing, uh, they're bringing charges against him in Massachusetts for that, which, you know, I, you know look, <laughs> I'm wondering if this was anybody else other than Kevin Spacey, if this would have actually uh, gone forth. Uh, I, I don't know, and that's what I'm wondering. You know what, guys? 855 Law Radio. If you have an opinion on that, I, I think if it was just a normal Joe Schmo. The, the DAs would have said, I, I don't have time. And we have a caller on the telephone, I think, has a question for you, Fred. This is Fred to Fred. Fred, is this the Fred that I know? This is the Fred that you know. Uh-oh, get Cal, do you know which Fred this is? Uh, well, I know it's not you. I know it's not me. So this I, is famous Fred. I think it's the other Fred, famous no, Fred. Th- this is th- this is the, the mother, Frederick Penny's mother. Oh, <laughs> no, it's not. This is, I think this Frederick sounds like. Frederick Penny's mother knew how to spell Frederick. Yeah, I think this and, is Fred, Fred Weinberg. Fred Weinberg's. Oh, he is the CEO and president of USA Radio. Did you know that, Cal? Yes, and, and he's he, the boss. He told me he said this just on the. He said I need some free legal advice. I said, well, right show. <laughs> oh, he doesn't need legal. He's smarter than most we lawyers. We don't give legal advice no, on this show. You know advice. that. What do you want to talk about today? I know. I know that there's a lot of issues going on out there that you follow. Uh, Fred Weinberg is the CEO and president of USA Radio Network, uh, and is a busy man. Uh, what 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 do you want to talk about? Well, and I, I just happened to have our favorite television network up on my monitor here, uh-huh. and I saw your governor. Oh, it gets Gavin Newsom because yes. you, you're not you're not well, from yeah, California. You used to have you're Governor Newsom. Now you have Governor Butthead. Oh, 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 uh, yeah, yeah. You got to be careful. We're on the radio. <laughs> that he's he's announcing that he's suing right uh, president over the president's declaration under the. 1976 uh, National Emergencies Act. Right. Uh, what she said he, he would have, do. Why would he be able to sue? They already put the wall up in San Diego. So what you're talking about, okay, so you're talking about the National Emergencies uh, issue the here, yeah. the National Emergency Congress. Act. Well, first up, before and, and we go... The, argu- yeah. the argument, of course, yeah. on the part of the Democrats, and I realize that you know this show is largely non-political, but it is. politics are kind of baked into this. Right. And And... And and uh, the, in 1976, Congress gave the president specific authority to declare national emergencies and do things uh, that normally you couldn't do without Congress's approval. And the argument now is, well, you know, Congress has the power of the purse. This is unconstitutional. And here's what's going to happen, I think. Okay. Uh, and this is based on a case that was just settled last week, sort of. Uh, if you remember, the president uh, got sued by the state of California once before 
because he didn't get environmental impact statements for putting up the wall in San Diego. Right. And the very same judge who the president insulted by saying that he was uh, biased because he's Hispanic uh, actually ruled for the president. And it went up to the Ninth Circuit. And lo and behold, they upheld the judge. And so. Well, the, the friend. Not, on, yeah, go ahead. Based on that, I'm thinking, assuming this case happens, they may get a favorable, as the president said yesterday, they may get a favorable ruling at the district level. They may get a favorable ruling at the Ninth Circuit level. But the Supreme Court is going to show heavy deference to the president. Yeah, no, the law says what it says. Yeah, it, it's very clear. And this has nothing to do with uh, right wing, left wing, middle, because it, it is absolutely clear under the National Emergencies Act that a, a president may declare an emergency. And by the way, there are there are existing 31 active Emer- national emergencies going on right now. Everything from 39. Obama, yeah, Obama did, Bush, Carter, every, you know, there's Clinton, Clinton. Reagan, they right. all have, and there's been no issue. In fact, Jimmy Carter's got the longest standing, if you know that, the longest standing uh, uh, declaration. Those Iranian assets. Yeah, 1979. That was in November right. of 1979. So here's the interesting thing. So. Then the question comes up, Fred, uh, if, if uh, and we're running out of time, but I want to talk about uh, whether or not Congress can now, once he declares the emergency, can Congress then shut it down. So hang on, Fred. I want you to stay on the line. We're going to be right back after the break. This is Radio Law Talk, and you're listening to it on RadioLawTalk.com and on your favorite radio stations, and we thank you. We will be right back. All advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to radiolawtalk.com. This is Denise Dirks. We can represent clients in divorce, legal separation, child and spousal support, custody, termination of parental rights, step-parent adoptions, guardianships, and even conservatorship matters. Call 1-877-886-7186 for a consultation. The law offices of Denise L. Dirks provide family law services in Northern California. When the law affects your family, call 877-886-7186. The family of attorneys at Denise L. Dirks is here to help. Jason Ross back here with Fred Penny, managing attorney from Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers. Now, Fred, what type of cases are you dealing with now, and what sets you apart? Jason, we help people with all types of personal injury cases. We're former insurance company trial lawyers. We understand the other side, which gives us a distinct advantage over our competition. Remember, we don't get paid unless we win. That's Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers with locations throughout California. For a free consultation, go to pennylawyers.com or give them a call 1-800-616-4LAW. That's P-E-N-N-E-Y lawyers.com. Many women have so many clothes in the closet, but then we go to get dressed and find we have nothing to wear. Ah! We've all been there. We all want to be comfortable and fashionable at the same time, and it's difficult to find clothing that makes that task effortless. But at Letty & Company, you can find trendy, comfortable clothing that is affordable, things you want to wear every day. Shop with a purpose online with free shipping. Just go to lettyandcompany.com. Hi, I'm Frederick Penny of Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers. I bet you're tired of hearing lawyer commercials. So just relax and listen to music for a few seconds. When you or a family member has been injured, call 800-616-4LAW or see us at Penny & Associates. USA Radio News with Rick Vincent. Democrats lining up to oppose the president's national emergency declaration to get money for a border wall. California Governor Gavin Newsom on MSNBC. California is prepared to file a lawsuit. California is prepared to call this what this is, which is a theater of the absurd. California is prepared to continue to remind the American people this is a manufactured crisis. Border crossings uh, up to 2017 were at the lowest level since 1971. 
Former NYPD Lieutenant Joe Cardinal tells Fox News the response by the SWAT team in Aurora, Illinois, to Friday's mass shooting was excellent. For the families of the victims, it's just a sad, sad day. But once again, law enforcement shines in these moments, and this is this is how they handle it under you know under the greatest stress you can imagine. The gunman was able to kill five people and wound five police officers before being killed in an exchange of gunfire with law enforcement. You're listening to USA Radio News. There's no question you need omega-3s. But which form should you take? Fish oil or krill oil? Scientists have debated this for years. Luckily, there's a new solution to satisfy everyone. It's called Krill Omega 50+. It combines ultra-pure fish oil and joint-soothing krill oil together in just one tiny pill. It's so powerful, it can promote the health of your heart and your arteries. And if that wasn't enough, it can also boost your joint comfort in just days. We're so sure Krill Omega Omega 50 Plus will work for you. We'll even send you a free bottle to put to the test. The debate is over. It's not fish oil or krill oil. It's both. And now it's free. Just pay $4.95 for shipping and claim your free bottle. Call now. 1-800-399-6392. 1-800-399-6392. That's 1-800-399-6392. Bags under the eyes, crow's feet, fine lines and wrinkles are things adults complain about as they age. Now, there's Instantly Ageless. It works in minutes and is great for men and women. I've probably noticed in the past five years that my eyes have gained a lot of fine lines, wrinkles, my crow's feet have gotten deeper. Wow, I was hoping for five years, but that's like what my eyes looked like 10 years ago. That is really cool. Wrinkle gone? <laughs> it's easy, you just put it on your finger and go. Now I wish I had more down here because I can still see one wrinkle, it's bugging me. I am a little bit emotional. I, turning 40, I didn't think would be a big deal to me, but that looks like the me that I feel like inside instead of what, um, what I see when I look in the mirror. Try Instantly Ageless today at GCNLife.com. That's GCNLife.com. 30-day money-back guarantee and preferred price discount at GCNLife.com. That's GCNLife.com. Go to the website, radiolawtalk.com. You can listen to the show there, and there's a lot of other good information, too. That's radiolawtalk.com. Yeah, we're talking with Fred Weinberg, the CEO and president of USA Radio Network, about uh, the uh, national emergency that Donald Trump has declared and whether or not a president can uh, declare a national emergency under the National Emergency Act. And, and a, a point that I was making uh, as we took a break was, he, here's an interesting thing. The question is, he can do that. But the question is, is can, can Congress in any way, the House or the Senate or both, uh, uh, reject it uh, on, on if they decide to vote? Well, let me tell you, they tried in the early 1980s, and the United States Supreme Court struck it down. They tried to say that if both houses vote to strike down the, the emergency, then they can do that. So they came back in 1985, and Congress revised that revised the law that said basically jointly Congress and the president each have to sign in order to cancel it. So basically they can't cancel it. Now the argument's going to be for Democrats and Republicans. The Democrats, and I'm going to get to you in a second, Fred, so hang on. So the Democrats are going to argue that, well, well, yeah, but uh, the first thing is they're going to say is there's no emergency. He can't declare this as an emergency. Uh, and again, not politically motivated one way or the other, not true. They can't, there's, I don't know of anywhere in the Constitution or in this act, which is, uh, actually it is uh, the act, hold on, hold on, hold on, let me give you the exact, it is 50 USC uh, uh, 30, uh, 34. But anyway, this act, whether or not the president has to say it has to be a certain type of emergency. What's the legal definition of an emergency is the question. Yeah, yeah that, that's deep, but I tell you right now, it's pretty much wide open. Right, that's the and, point. And if you right. go back to all the other presidents in the recent history, uh, they, they've done it for just about 
anything and everything. And so, so good luck. And by the way, since 1976 to 2007, 42 national emergencies have been declared by the presidents. Again, from 76 to 2007, 42 national uh, emergencies. Guess how many Cal and Fred uh, times Congress has decided to try to vote against or override these? None. How many times? None. Zero. No, it's zero. Once I think. Yeah. Once I, 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 my understanding is in it, the, was, it, it resulted in the Supreme Court case you just. Well, yeah, but I'm just saying, 40 years within the past, what 30, 40 years, it's never been uh, overridden. Yeah, no, uh, let's see. Yeah, oh, 80, it's never been overridden. Yeah, so no, never been overridden is what I said. So uh, or what I meant. So I think the issue here is more of. If the Democrats want to argue anything, this is where I would be arguing. If I'm a de- if I'm the Democrats, I'm arguing this. If I'm the Republicans, I'm arguing what they're arguing, which is that he can do it, and they've been done it in the past. In fact, there's Obama's done it and and Clinton. But what I would argue Obama's if I was a, had the most, by the way, of yeah. any recent president with 13. thirteen of these. Thirteen of these. Yeah, there's yeah. been yeah, that's a number of them. So thirteen are still no thirteen are still, still active. Existing. Still active. Yes, right. seventeen. Right, Fred. Right. So here's what I would if I was a Democrat, I'd argue the following: the big issue here, I think, is where you're going to get the money. Now, he said, you could hear him saying in his press conference, President Bush, that there's there's plenty of money there, but it's still got to come from somewhere. And so that may be oh, the he, sticking he, point. He's reprogramming. He, he's moving money from the Department of Defense, right. he's moving money from the drug interdiction funds, uh, which, by the way, is poetic justice. Yeah, that's true. I'm not a big the, fan of forfeitures, but in this case, I'm willing to make an exception. So that that's and, it. And, yeah, that's interesting, Fred. Because, but the argument would be some of that money is ear tagged for uh, our soldiers' housing and stuff like that. But what? How? How would you? How would President Trump overcome that, Fred? In your opinion, it, 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 he, the president under the act actually has the right to reprogram funds. I agree and, with that. Yeah, and and you know, listen, anytime. And there, and there's a fair amount, by the way, of money in terms of construction that isn't actually earmarked uh, for the Corps of Engineers, as an example. Right. They just have uh, a fund. Right. Right. They just have a fund, and yeah. uh, you know they don't they don't earmark each military project. So I don't think that the, the Democrats are going. The biggest argument anybody's got is, well, gee, if. Uh, uh, it, it, when, when there's eventually a liberal Democrat, maybe they'll declare a national emergency for global warming or global cooling or yeah. global whatever they call it. And my answer to that is they, it's already been done. Uh, yeah. It's been done by every president since the – in fact, in terms of executive orders, do you know what uh, what, what uh, Abraham Lincoln's sole exec- executive order was? Free the slaves. It was the Emancipation Proclamation. Right. right. You know, I, I always love liberal Democrats that want to argue about presidential executive orders when, in point of fact, an executive order was the Emancipation Proclamation. George Washington issued the first executive order. Uh, yeah. all, all that happened in 1976 was they codified it for emergencies. Yeah, well, yeah. The interesting thing too is I I, I didn't know this until I studied it more. But Trump's already December 2017, September 2018, and November 2018 already had three uh, other uh, um, emergencies, and, and there was no even question about those. And and the argument, of course, that a lot of people make. I heard uh, Chuck Schumer making the argument. Well, this this shreds the Constitution. Please. Really? No, it does. Uh, no. You know it doesn't. It, yeah. if, if, if this, if, if if the National Emergencies Act is unconstitutional, they're going to have to undo a whole bunch of other acts because basically the National Emergencies Act allows Congress to delegate to the president and to the executive branch. And how how, how do you think Obamacare came about? It didn't come about through that. It came about. They passed a law, and the law was what twenty seven hundred pages, and then they said. Okay, now executive branch fill this in, and the Obama administration came up with another like fifteen thousand pages of regulations. Right. There's if, also if they were you... to declare if the court were to declare this act unconstitutional, you just just you can go back for a whole list of other laws that are unconstitutional on the same basis. Yeah, I think that's a, another interesting thing. That's just kind of a little sidebar of this is 
the, the act also requires the president uh, and the executive agencies to maintain records of all orders regulation and regulations that proceed from the use of emergency authority and to the regular and to regularly report the costs incurred to Congress this is uh, you know that, that's under Wikipedia I, was, I just pulled up a Wikipedia on that issue and I didn't realize that that he's gonna have to maintain all records he's gonna have to regularly report to Congress uh, about what's going on and how the spending is going yeah that's and not I'm a big sure deal they will yeah yeah uh, what, what, what how do you think what do you think is going to come of this how, i mean what if you had a crystal ball fred and and what's your opinion uh neither re- republican democrat moderate what do you think is going to happen I'm guessing with this? he wins at the supreme court if not if not in the same manner as he just won the issue on on the environmental impact statements right because the the courts have a, a long tradition of deferring to the authority of the commander-in-chief. Right. If the commander-in-chief says this is a national security emergency right. at the border, no matter what Nancy Pelosi says, no matter what Chuck Schumer says, it's a national emergency. Right. That's the issue that I brought up. at the border. Yeah, that's why I brought because their argument's going to be, well, this is not a real emergency. Well, I, I don't think... Who gets uh, yeah, who get? You can't tell the president. And again, Obama, and Trump. Yeah, Never. he's a. You he's also the commander in chief. Yeah, you don't tell him what's a national emergency. They didn't Obama and Clinton. They didn't and and Bush. They didn't question what they called national emergencies. And again, this is not a politically right wing, left wing, middle thing. I'm discussing is there's but nowhere remember, in the history. Remember, yeah, in, in the mid '60s, Congress didn't pass the Gulf of Tonkin resolution until we'd been in Vietnam. What? Ten years already. Right, right. No, you're right. That's true. But my point is, is none of these other ones uh, that 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 they've done in the in the past uh, show anything where where uh, uh, they they couldn't do basic or call whatever they want to call an emergency yeah. an emergency. I think the president's best answer is, well, when you get to be president, you can decide what a national emergency is. Right. Until then, and well, that's what he said. There's another factor yeah. here too, and I think that it's the big elephant in the room. We've had a broken immigration system since prior to Ronald Reagan, and probably prior to that. And, and the fact is Congress has done nothing, uh, despite plenty of opportunities, to fix it because everybody's got some skin in the game. Uh, everybody wants cheap labor. Everybody, right. wants the, the, everybody wants to close their eyes. And now it's not working anymore because the American public's had enough. Right. I think you're right, Frank, because it's not everyone thinks it's only, oh, the the right wing Republican types that that don't want immigration. you got farmers that are very conservative people that are worried about how how are they going to get their labor? Who's going to do this work? Well, there's a way to fix that. Yeah, and I know that's what my point is, what I'm trying to bring up, Fred, which you bring up a good point, which is. This is not easy. This is difficult. And I think Congress has kicked the can down the road because it's too difficult and they don't want to deal with it. Now we're now we're dealing with it. But, Fred, thank you so much for being with us. Appreciate all you do. We love USA Radio. Thank you, USA Radio, for carrying Radio Law Talk. I'm your host, Frederick Penny. We'll be back with our final segment. You are on Radio Law Talk, which is on your radio and on RadioLawTalk.com. Turn it up. There's one more segment coming up. All advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to RadioLawTalk.com. Jason Ross back here with Fred Penn. Would you like to get back that full head of hair from years past? Now, there is Reveal. Beverly Hills celebrity dermatologist Dr. Nathan Newman took nearly a decade to develop Reveal from natural botanicals to return to a full-body head of hair. Reveal for men and women with a 30-day money-back guarantee at GCNLife.com or toll-free 844-443-6637. 844-443-6637. Reveal at GCNLife.com. It's been said 
Any society is only three missed meals away from chaos. Those times may be near. Think about it. Our country faces multiple terrorist threats and aggressions from Russia and North Korea. Social unrest and violent marches yet again may lead to looting of stores and city shutdowns. And our crumbling infrastructure leaves our power grid vulnerable to long-term outages from a single cyber attack. When the chaos from any one of these threats arises, the government knows it can't provide during a widespread national emergency. That's why you need your own plan for self-reliance. That's where My Patriot Supply comes in. Get a four-week survival food supply for only $99. That includes breakfast, lunches, and dinners. Order online at preparewithgcn.com. $99 for four weeks of survival food that tastes like homemade cooking and lasts up to 25 years from My Patriot Supply. Get your kits today at preparewithgcn.com. Free shipping is included. Preparewithgcn.com. Hunters, anglers, campers, and survivalists. Get back to nature. Expand your horizons with the highest quality, most versatile, unique slingshots and slingbows on the market at slingbow.com. Slingbow products are compact and models start from just $17.98. They're perfect for your bug out bag or storing in your vehicle. Give yourself and your loved ones the excitement and tradition of Slingbow. A new frontier in archery and truly modern twist on this primitive survival tool. Feel the thrill only at slingbow.com. Are you afraid to go to the mailbox because of letter after letter from the IRS? Are they stacking on more and more penalties and interest? By now, you know the problem won't go away on its own. Don't let the IRS chase you to your grave with penalties and interest and liens and levies. You need real help now. I'm Dan Pilla. I wrote the book on tax debt settlement, and I help thousands of people solve tax problems they thought couldn't be solved. I can help you too. Call 800-34-NO-TAX or go to my website, danpilla.com. That's danpilla.com, danpilla.com. Warning, if you're drowning in debt you can't afford, do not let the credit card companies trick you into thinking that you have to pay it all back, because you don't. What the credit card companies don't want you to know is that there's actually a way to get debt-free without paying off your entire debt or going bankrupt. If you have $5,000 or more in credit card debt, you now have the right to let us settle that debt for a fraction of what you owe. For free information, call Credit Associates now. 1-800-959-5759. We'll even show you how much money you could save. If you can't afford to pay off all your debt, do not let the credit card companies trick you into thinking that you have to. Call Credit Associates now for free information on how to get debt-free faster than you ever thought possible without debt consolidation or bankruptcy. We depend on your success and offer a guarantee so there's no risk. For free information, call now. 1-800-959-5759. That's 1-800-959-5759. 1-800-959-5759. Complement your health with hemp-derived cannabinoid oil. We've always believed that the closer to Earth, the better it is for our bodies. Our hemp-derived cannabinoid oil is phytocannabinoid-rich, full-spectrum, and organically grown. Finally, hemp made easy, clean, and effective. GCNHemp.com or call 877-878-4203. That's right, we cut through the red tape. It's now available at GCNHemp.com or call 877-878-4203. around the world the world this is radiolawtalk.com and here's your host Mr. Fred Penny. The Lone Ranger. Final segment. I really want to get into the Michael Jackson uh, issue here with the new uh, the new HBO um, documentary coming out called Leaving Neverland. But we got to get to that, Cal. But I want to finish up on the really briefly on the Kevin Spacey issue sure. before we got the call in from Fred Weinberg, by the way. Thank you again, Fred. Uh, you made some great comments. But So what's happened is he's got another lawsuit against him now, uh, someone alleging that they came out to, in Ma- to Malibu, uh, gave him a massage. Apparently it was a massage therapist of some sort, um, and he uh, was forced to uh, touch him in ways that he was uncomfortable. At least the uh, this is the lawsuit coming forth from this uh, massage therapist. Uh, and uh, this massage therapist is anonymous, and uh, the name is not being put out by the judge, and the judge has, at this point, 
using his discretion and leaving the name out. But uh, Spacey's got a good argument. Spacey's saying, throw this case out, or this person has to come out um, and, and, and say who they are, because I need to know who who's, who who's bringing this up against me. Well, is there not a constitutional guarantee that a person can confront his accuser in court? In criminal cases. But not in civil. This is a civil case, so ah. the judge has a little more discretion. Why and, isn't it a criminal okay, case? Well, uh, I, look, I'm not a constitutionalist, but I know under the Constitution they have the right to face their accusers. Right. That doesn't mean the accuser's name, because if they're a child and stuff like that, that doesn't mean their name can be put out there. But in a civil case, case uh, Cal, it's the person's name versus the other person's name. And they just put like Doe 1 through 3 if or If you should be, it'd be, it'd be Penny versus Hunter, right? Right, right. That's exactly mm-hmm. right. But here's here's here is a good argument for Spacey. Spacey's lawyer said, you know, this is going to prevent, and I quote, prevents possible unknown third parties with information about plaintiff, that is the person who is suing, alleging this, and his factual allegations from coming forward with information relevant to Mr. Uh, Fowler, that's Spacey's real legal name, his defense. So if they don't know who it is, how can they go out and find witnesses and say, no, this guy lied, he said that about three other people, or this really didn't happen, or he told this, I'm talking about he, the massage therapist, told someone else, oh, no, I'm faking. The alleged, but, the alleged victim. How can you do that when you don't even know their name? Right. And so I, I'm kind of a little bit on Spacey's side there, but uh, for now, the judge is keeping it uh, a little bit under wraps at this time, and we'll see how that goes. I, I don't want to get into that in detail. Well, none of us are in favor of what allegedly happened. Right. But we are in favor of, of Spacey or anybody else having their rights maintained. That's exactly right. And mm-hmm. not only that, if someone's accusing you of something, not only do you need to have, to have the right to face them, but to defend yourself and how you defend yourself is uh we don't know who this person is so you can't go out and investigate right it's a ghost yeah Yeah, you can't go out and find out about this person and maybe they told someone else oh no i I, nothing really happened look i'm gonna get money out of kevin spacey yeah that needs to come in that's all evidence okay michael jackson's estate okay so what hbo is doing on march 3rd they're premiering this new documentary called Leaving Neverland. Okay. Now, obviously, there's been lawsuits left and right throughout Michael Jackson's life for allegedly, and again, allegedly, um, uh, being misappropriate with young uh, children. Alleged okay? child yeah, abuse. Alleged yeah, alleged child abuse. And there Sexual was one, relationships, exactly everything. Right. Right. And there was one that came down in 2005. I believe it was 2005, almost positive. Um, oh, yeah, here it is. Uh, he was acquitted in 2005 of criminal molestation charges um, um, of, of children. And apparently there's uh, these two children, former children, and one guy was on a Pepsi as a child. If you go see him, I remember that Pepsi uh, commercial. It shows he walks into Michael Jackson's, uh, uh, his room, his um what do you call the room, Cal? When you like the control room, the studio room. Or? Yeah, when he, when they're out uh, at a concert. What do you call that room? That's their the green room. No, okay, the room they get dressed. What's the green room, yeah. Oh, the green room, or whatever. The dressing they, room. Dressing room, yeah, yeah. their dressing okay. room. Yeah. He walks in, he sees all his clothes, and he and he grabs a Pepsi, pretends he's Michael Jackson the whole time. That young boy claims he was, uh, at one time he says he wasn't, he went on TV and said he wasn't, and then later, you know, tries to claim he was, wasn't. This Anyway, these lawsuits of these two boys that came forth are Robin's, and safe chucks. They have a. They brought a lawsuit and lost the case, and now it's up on appeal. And they're doing a documentary. This is the. I'm giving you the the, the quick version. HBO is doing a documentary on this and and what's going on and what happened. And this is the one that aired at Sundance. Is that correct? Yes. At, which was four hours long. It's not, two two hours and then a break and then yes. the other two hours. Yeah. And what happened in Sundance? Apparently, they you know they. They run this as a kind of a premiere to see what people's reactions. Sure. And apparently it was just, you know, people were crying and it was very upsetting. And Walking and, out of the theater yeah, in disgust. And, and yeah. brought a very, very poor light upon Michael Jackson. Who, oh, yeah. by the way, you know, we could say good or bad about him, but he's not here to defend himself. He's dead now, so... Yeah, he's not here to defend himself. So, and, that, and that's what the estate said, basically. Right. One of the things they said was, right. well, sure, you're doing that now because he's deceased and can't defend himself. Well, and not just that. They're saying what this is, is this is about uh, the Robbins and Safe Chuck's legal strategy. Because they lost their case, and now it's up on appeal, and they're trying to go out and sensationalize it. And they're saying, hey, you, HBO, are helping them do this. Now, here's what's interesting. This is not a lawsuit. This is a letter from the lawyers from the estate of Michael Jackson writing it to HBO saying, look, 
and, and you got to be very careful. Uh, lawyers are being very careful about, you know, uh, threatening, you know, threats. You can't, you know, you got to be careful on how it doesn't mean you don't have the right to sue. But so they basically said in, in firm but nice tone, look, let's discuss this because you haven't, you haven't even heard our side, what's going on. And we want you to come talk to us and let us lay out our side of the story because there's a lot of facts uh, with this Wade Robinson and James Safechuck that we found out that we have information on that shows, quote, that they believe they were lying. And in fact, in quotes, the letter says, we caught them in lies. We want you to to produce that and, and lay that side. So out. they're asking then that HBO get its own film crew together and reproduce a rebuttal piece? Or, or at least take the rebuttal piece and put it into this documentary so you hear both sides. Huh. And that's their argument. And they're saying these facts were ready available to anyone doing even the minimal due diligence is what they're saying. Um, and they said they didn't seek any comment or response from Jackson's estate at all. Well, the answer is, we're doing a documentary where we're featuring the stories of these two young men. We don't have to. We're under no obligation. We are simply documenting what their claims are. It's their story, yeah. and we're telling that story. Yeah, and maybe they have a disclaimer up front and all that type of stuff. And and and, um, and this is what they say in the letter, too, by the way, the letter, quote, we know that HBO is facing serious competitive pressures from Netflix and Amazon. Well, they are. Uh, which they are. Sure. And, and so they're trying to get, they're saying they're trying to sensationalize. So what they're doing, this is March 3rd, and I'm not trying to promote this, but th- but but HBO has come out and said, on you. We're going to do it. We're doing it. Anyway, and Cal, you and I as radio hosts know we are firm believers in the Constitution and the freedom of the press. Absolutely. And and they have the right to do that. But I think you're right, Cal. You just change it how you say it. Maybe you say this is the one side or of these these individual stories. This is the story of two young men who claim they were molested by Michael Jackson in their words and in our interpretation of them. And by the way, there has been a lawsuit, which they have lost. Lost and they're on appeal right now, uh, and uh, there may be another side of the story, yeah, right? Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Yeah. Let's 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 do let's do I don't the most. Think they important. have any super obligation to. Yeah. Uh, no, right. they don't. But I think that's the right thing to do. Let's 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 follow now, up. Now, quick takes, final thoughts on some of the stories discussed on Radio Law Talk, and some we didn't get to. Okay, go for it. I'm going to do a quick take, and Cal, I want you to do a quick take. My quick take Uh-oh. is, no big deal the president's uh, declaring an emergency. I uh, I think making a mountain out of a molehill. I know everybody's, oh my gosh, it's a major thing. Mountain, that's a mountain out of a molehill. Uh, the second thing is, um, you know what? Mediation's a good thing. Ron Arndt did a great job coming in here. My take is, remember, if you have any disputes, try mediation. It works. My, now, what my do you quick think? take was going to be the same thing, and that is that mediation is something that you we should all take a look at because the object of a court case is to get it settled in an amicable manner that helps both sides in any way that it can, in my view. Or, yeah. Cal, yeah. both sides, as the one mediator has told me that uses it all the time, when both sides walk out not quite happy... That means they did their job. Exactly. And that's what mediation's about is give and take. And that's part of life. That's part of marriage, right, Cal? <laughs> give and take. Me. Actually, not really. It's give, <laughs> give, give, give. It's it's the wives are in charge. I don't, I don't do much of the taking, but well, no. I'm, 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 happy <laughs> Valentine to my beautiful bride who I haven't seen in a little while. And, Cal, your beautiful bride, happy. And to mine, too. To I know she'll, she'll be back in town in just a little yeah. a few days, and I can hardly wait. And we can hardly wait to see them. Thank yeah. you for joining us at Real Law Talk. Cal, thanks for being a good friend of mine. Thank you for Anytime. being with me. We had a great time. Forget these guys it's cal and fred we'll talk to you later next week nine to noon we will right here on radio law talk thanks for turning us on we'll see you in a week and on radiolawtalk.com anytime you want you have been listening to radiolawtalk.com A copyrighted presentation of Radio Law Talk Incorporated.